pushing the culture forward. Great music and big vibes right in that order. Intellectually petty radio on the stereo. Don't compare us to anything, this a different scenario. We break records while we pushing the culture forward. Great music and big vibes right in that order. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and Photos by Van. Um, and you know, man, I, I don't fuck around doing this show, man. Legends only, and I'm telling you, give it another year. First off, he won't accept my calls at that point because it'd be too huge. But secondly, he will be your kid's favorite rapper, your mama's favorite rapper, and your grandma's favorite rapper all rolled into one. Party at four. Welcome to the conversation. How you doing, bro? I'm humbled. I'm humbled. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. And I mean that shit, too, man. I've literally, like, told people, like, you're the next guy. Thank you, man. I'm working towards it, man. We're bringing things to fruition, most definitely. I've, I've, so I've watched, I've watched, you know, I do my research a little bit. I try. Um, so I've seen you do a couple interviews. I've seen the effort that you put in. I talked to, uh, to, to play. You got it all, bro. It's like you ready for, you know, some people not ready for success. Mm-hmm. Some people get success, but they don't prepare themselves for it. And you, you can tell. Yeah, most definitely. You have not only perfected your craft as an artist, but the other shit that go with it. Mm-hmm. Is it intentional? Or is that just just the way you just wired? Um, I'm just growing every day, you know, um, just repetition and trial and error, I like to call it. So, you know, just I like to look at things like um, there's a lot of moving parts, but, you know, you just every day you try a different piece of the puzzle and it may fit that day. You may have to come back a couple of days later, but Things just tend to work out if you put enough effort into them. So, I feel you on that. And, and you can smoke too, bro. I seen you rolling up, knock yourself out. Oh, hey, you know, I was just making sure it was cool. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm not going to knock on your door and, and be like, no, put that shit out, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> you grow. Yo. You grow. Yo, um, and I ask every MC this uh, when was your I fell in love with hip hop moment? Um, That's a good one. Um fell in love with hip-hop moment i would say it would have had it would have had to been when i heard um go dj by lil wayne because i rapped before then like i've been rapping since i was like seven um my family is real hip-hop orientated and they did music in their day but after i heard that i just i had to make sure i did music in some facet so it just kind of stuck after that that's interesting because i you're kind of like a uh a, a mix between busy Ooh. Ah, a little, a little Tech Nine Ooh, and Twister. Hey, those are all fire legends. So, hey, I'm, I'm taking it. it. I mean, like, like when you're sitting down, are you like, because you got a lot of layers to your shit too? Mm-hmm. And I heard you say that you don't, you don't punch in shit. Mm-mm. So, how many takes does it take for you to get, like, like the perfect layered? sound for you now now i don't i don't per se like now when i say punch in i mean like you know no offense to anyone's recording process because mine isn't perfect it 
I'm, I, I apologize to engineers all the time, but I, I don't take that long. But like with a with a rap record per se, like, and again, not to be like arrogant or anything, but I say like eighty five percent of the time, I'm so I'm so big on like thinking I'm a perfectionist. Like I read the shit like hundreds of times at the crib, like while I write, because I don't like to just go and freestyle half the time at the studio. Yeah. Let's see yeah. if this line's dope, and if it is, we'll build from that and keep punching in left and right. So, like, I just like to one take the verse, and then if I like it that much, and if it's structured as far as it's written to where you know the stanzas flow congruently without a lot of air, or, you know, need for all of the breath, then I'll record the intro talking shit, then the hook, then the verse, then the hook, then the verse, then the hook, and then listen back to it, or I'll just lay the hook, hear it, lay the verse. But if I'm doing an R&B singing joint, then um, I still don't punch in a lot. I like to do segments of it because, you know, doing every bar, every word, that shit's going to take like an hour and a half. And like at the studio, I like to do like eight records uh, a session if possible. So I really like more time consuming to do it that way. Yeah. So how many do you do? And then you go back, you go home and you sit with him, come back and do it again. No, I, I finished the records right there. Like, I don't really. I don't, yeah. I don't, and, and again, this isn't not, not to be narcissistic, but like. Cause I, a lot of my favorites growing up, like, and I may, I hope this is verbatim, but I saw a uh, Reddit article one time where they said like the game's dreaming, uh, if that was the title of it from back in the day off his first album, I think took like two years to finish the actual whole record. And like me, I create so fluently, like I, I don't, I, I can't sacrifice going back and like, yeah, let's see if this record from last month needs any final touches. Like, and it may, like, I don't make perfect records by any regard, mm -hmm. but. You know, but like I say, like I'm, like where my 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 iPad is, this is my home studio, like right here. So okay, you know, I, I play this shit all day. Like I'll mess with the beat all day if I really like it or I'll write it. I'll freestyle it walking around the kitchen. I may record it in my audio notes, send it around, see what could be better. So you know, by the time I get to the the, the studio, I'm ready to cook. You know what I'm saying? So so you you write to the pockets of the track, don't you? Yeah. I can tell like some people and that's what that's what made me think like Twister. Twister is one of the best at at really getting into the pocket and becoming one with the track as opposed yeah. to, you know, like you're a rapper and this is the beat. It's mm -hmm. like he makes sure that he get in every pocket of every song yeah. and you could tell. And he was kind of ass when he came out at first. It took him a minute to get there. Yes. He found himself, though. I tell you that. Yeah. He had to slow it down though, because he used to be a yeah. lot faster, and he was just concerned with being fast. Yeah. And once and he started he, realizing, that's that, that's funny you say that because uh, like part of my growth and development for my sound is like, like you know, early on, like I say, like three three four years ago, I just cared about like you know having the best subject matter that I think I can come with in my raps and my songs because. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be too competitive, but you know, a lot of times when I hear music, sometimes it's just sounds, if that makes sense. Like it's not yeah. really, there's no context, there's no subject, there's no premise. It's just, this nigga's dope, but that's fire too. But for me, I didn't want to just get stuck in being categorized as like, oh, he's a freestyle rapper. Like he freestyles on Instagram and that's kind of just his forte. Like, no, nah, I make records. Even if they're not all hit records, I just love making music. So every day I try to write or make a new song or, you know, not just stay in the rap pocket or the, the R&B Chris Brown pocket. Like I might try and make, you know, a Caribbean record or a house music record one time just to, you know, push the envelope and, uh, and you know, the boundaries, if you will. So, Are you scared that 
it doesn't allow you to develop core fans. No, 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 because I, I like to think that as listeners, I feel like in music sometimes, like I do it, like I'll get caught and be scared, like, yo, should I do this? Should I rap? Should I sing? But you know, I just feel like a core fan is going to be a fan of the artist, regardless of the artistry he, he does at that time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I love Drake. And it took me a while to actually like like his R&B ballads, if you will. Like, you know, it took me a while to really be receptive of that because yeah. I first heard Drake rapping on Ransom with Lil Wayne. Then I heard Brand New and uh, Say You Will and Come Real and all of that. So I don't know. I just feel like you have me as a creative. I have to find a way to, to you know, um, find the correct way to blur the medium. Like, you know, don't do one too much or don't be, if you will, corny with it. Like, because I genuinely, I've sung all my life and rapped all my life. So I just feel like it's about me finding the nice medium and give the listeners what they want and not just make it about what I want to do, I guess. Where's your shit talking song? Where is your I'm better than y'all niggas song? I'm very humble, bro. Like, I, I don't know, like, and in, in, in conversation, I'll kind of pop my shit and be like, you know, I've been doing this for like 15 some years. Like, but in that regard, it's just like, you know, I like to make the analogy. Like if you're at Target or Walmart, maybe, and you see LeBron James, your dad or your cousin, he may be on an AAU team or he may be nice. But the next, you don't walk up to LeBron and be like, yo, I dunk all over your goofy ass. Like you're going to have to see him get dunked on or you're going to have if to lebron walks into the ymca he's going to tell niggas i'm better than you you right but i just i don't want to get canceled and i'm really not an asshat but i do, <laughs> I, I do that on wax though i got plenty of that's what i'm records. saying where where's that record at i need that i'm gonna send you some records for sure please do respectfully cuz i have yes. like 400 records respectfully like like no i don't want the respectfully i want the disrespectfully shit you know, I and I and like Runaway is probably my favorite joint right now. Really? Yes. Yeah, like, I appreciate that. That mood, like, like I get it. Mm. Not that I would get, I get all your records. To be quite yeah. honest, everything that I've heard, Love Red Bottoms. Uh, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. What's the joint you got? I wish you were here. You just dropped a new EP too. Oh, so yeah. let me put that out there. Mm. Um, wish you were here. Yes, Over sir. you is crazy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I produced, produced my that? whole my whole little new project. Really? Yeah. Yo, yeah. that beat is crazy too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yo, yo. And um I seen that you did a joint with Jazzy Faye. How was that? Bad. That was such a nice experience, but I needed it creatively, like just to see him, his work progress. And he's a real producer, like hands-on, like, you know, on the NPC and everything. So mm-hmm. it was nice to just have that takeaway and to meet a like-minded individual because the whole session, he was just creative, you know, high-octane energy. It was just refreshing, you know what I'm saying, to see someone that takes music that serious. So it was it was nice. You could tell that you're, that, that you're, you're starting to get into different rooms. Mm-hmm, definitely. How does that feel? You ready? I'm ready for sure. It's just, it, it is a little surreal, but not, not in the sense of like, you know, all oh, like, oh my God, but like, just, it, it, it's just a feeling like, it's hard to explain. It's like, man, really like, it's finally starting to, you know, take shape. You know, you put work in for so long and 
sometimes you just need signs that you're doing the right thing and actually doing what you're supposed to do and not half-assing anything. And things have been snowballing lately, and it's it's for the better for real. So it's crazy. Yeah, bro, you next up. Let me ask you. Okay, so give me somebody that you would love to work with that would I would completely it'll be out of left field. Um, I don't know if you know who it is, but Benjamin Clementine. Never heard of him. Yeah, what do they I, do? he's he's an artist. He's a singer. Um, I feel like he's from Africa, but if he's not, then I don't know. You know the proper place he's from, but he's mm. fire. He makes like. I want to say like to me it's like depressive house music like they're ballads but they're the imagery in his videos and it's like the mo three of house music he doesn't rap at all but he's like he's grown grown like okay like a seal kind of but he's got fire. you he's fire for sure yeah I, that, yeah you definitely stumped me on that one i, I want to work with adele too like i want to hook from adele i want to work with kiki wyatt Real bad. Like, I want her to sing on a hook real bad. Like, yo, you getting the Dale hook? Yeah, you're, you're, man. That's pretty much like a flex. Got it. Pretty much. Yeah. That's a hell of a flex, though. That, like, when you get to that level, like, you can pretty much, you you can get anybody. You can get Beyonce if you want to. Yeah. Like, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I I would like to see, uh, I'm trying to, like, I would kind of like to see, Damn, what's the joint that uh Bone did with Tupac? Uh, uh I can't remember the name of the joint. Yeah, I can't remember. But I know it's got the boom. I want that with you and Oh, I'm trying to think. Actually, I I don't I think Little Dirt. Me and Little Dirt would go crazy. I think that would work perfectly. And it, it give me that same energy, and he just goony enough, and you just goony enough, but got the polish. That shit will be perfect. So when it happens, bro, make sure you shout me out. And I don't okay. care if I didn't croak at that time. I'm gonna let, let, let niggas like know. He put this together. He spoke this in existence. <laughs> All right. So one thing that really I was impressed by is that you 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 are a student of the game. Dopest pen in hip hop for you. And I mean, dead or alive, you can go back as far as you want. I'm a man. Uh, I'd have to give a couple, like, because I'd go like Big Pun, I'd go Biggie, I'd go Big L. So I like rappers, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, early Jay Z was crazy. Um, Rakim was crazy. Rakim was crazy. Crazy, bro. Like, I don't know the best. Yo, like, I, my favorite pen. My favorite I, pen is Wayne. Like, Wayne's why I rap. Like, without Wayne, I wouldn't even know what I'd be doing. I why be- doesn't he, why isn't he consistently, and I'm an old head, but I cannot deny the impact of the brother, the longevity, the consistency of excellence. Yeah. Not that every, not that every bar, like you know, he had some dips, but yeah, who doesn't? But I why isn't Wayne, he getting uh, 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 greatest of all time, like serious consideration? You know, I like to think, and because, like, 
Rob, like, for instance, Rick Ross is in my top five. Like, he's damn near, like, number two or three. He's three, but, like, so... Really? Yeah, yeah, because Ross's, Ross's pen is ridiculous, bro. Like, and I, and I say, I feel like Wayne isn't revered like he should be because, you know, Wayne did the, the rock and roll run. Then yeah. he did the, like, kind of country rock and rap run. And, yeah. like, people... I know just for me in my experience, like a lot of my peers didn't didn't respect that. I looked at it like, yo, niggas can't do what Wayne's doing. But, you know, niggas don't want to really hear that experimental shit. So I, I feel like people look at Wayne kind of like he fell off because I feel like I feel like society wanted Wayne to stay in that hustler music bag, you know, that Carter II bag, like real yeah. street tale. Yeah. And he yeah. he took his rap metaphor capability and like his rapper capability to the fucking moon because like Wayne is saying shit that's ridiculous now like, man, <laughs> like man. He, but you know what I'll, I'll say that he took the same career path as Snoop and I got the same knock against Snoop like like, and I've, I've said this before on the show like Doggy Style was top five one of the best albums I've ever listened to mm-hmm, for sure and instead of chasing that, which most artists would do, he went the polar opposite and decided he wanted to expand his horizons. It just didn't work for him. And go pop and... and it didn't work. It's good records. They sold, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like you said, your core fans don't want to hear that. Respectfully. No. Like, no. So. Yeah, it just didn't work for him. And honestly, like, even with, with like the Hot Boys, like, for me, BG was like, he oh. was fire for sure. Yeah, going to the joint really just you know ate him up. Yeah, ate him up. you know at that. Oh man, like oh man, that guy was just he had the street cred, he had the bars, he had the delivery. Like yeah, he was arguably he, more developed than Wayne at the time he left. It, he not even an argument, bro. Like he was like for me leaps and bounds better than that nigga. Juvie was right there with him. Yeah, Juvie was nice. You know, Juvie just. I don't know what happened. He just, you know, I, I don't know if he lost lost the love or just lost it. Whatever the case was, it just, it, you know, he, he had a couple joints and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, no, nah, the vibe you know. did change for sure. Yeah, it did. Um, what's 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 next for the for the end of the year? Um, the end of the year. Uh, expect some more music and some announcements for sure. For sure. I don't want to give too much up, but we definitely doing another song, and we're trying to put together a nice rollout, man. We definitely got that in the works. Trying to make sure everything makes sense and keep that same momentum, you know what I'm saying? So, man, yeah, you know, keep me in the loop, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I got to come back on here and all of that. Yeah, that would be dope. I'm like, man, this nigga just going to put out a whole ass EP, nothing. Don't don't say nothing. Yeah, man, I had to because I just feel like I had to give the fans some more music. You know what I'm saying? It's so concise right now due to the, the behind the scenes stuff that we've been working on for the past couple, whatever long. But, you know, at this point, we had a place where we can kind of rock out and grow the brand. So I'm just trying to flood it now. But it's all going to be making sense. But this one, I just had to go ahead and huh. I know they would want to hear this. So we, we've teased enough music and there's like three songs out. So, so how the ladies treating you? Oh man. Uh, well, (laughs) (laughs) 
like, like, is it is, is that? A, I mean, like, you you a handsome cat, so it can't be like just out of the ordinary for you. But is the level of aggression different? Yeah, yeah, it's turned up a little bit. As humbly as I can, it's turned up a little bit for sure. Oh my god, man! I'm, I'm, I, are you like floating and doing Zen shit when you're not on air, bro? <laughs> yeah, I've been meditating, you know. <laughs> a little meditation. I'm not mad at that. Like you are so not a rapper, but a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. What I'm trying to do, honestly, man, is like. I want to do like what Drake and Tory Lanez do, bro. Like, I just want to put out good music. Like, some days I might want to rap, some days I want to sing. But primarily, I just want to make music for, I guess, I'm just big on creativity, bro. I just want to show people, like, it's possible. Like, you don't have to get stuck in a box if you don't, if you're not the best employee or you feel you're more creative, like, do Mm -hmm. it. Don't, don't, don't wait. We only hear once and I've almost died already, so... I'm real big on being an advocate. Like not me no too, big. bro. How, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I have too. How'd you almost die? Um, I had brain surgery in um, 2018 because I grew an abscess on my frontal uh, left lobe, and I got a big scar on my eyebrow because it was either them give me surgery through my skull and like mm-hmm. the top, and they cut all my hair off, and I get a nice scar, and you know, be fucked up out here. Or they could have went through my eyebrow, and I made it such a belligerent fuss. They were like, "Yeah, we have to come up with the other solution because he's gonna let himself pass away from this shit because he's not gonna lose his hair." So they went through my eyebrow, and you know, um, I had to take. It was crazy because I went to South by Southwest right after I, they gave me clearance to leave the hospital. Like I left the hospital, went to the crib, and my homie paid for me to go to South by Southwest that year. So I flew down there with my antibiotics. Like they had to whip me up a special batch with the chemicals they used or the ingredients. Because it was like um, temperature um, sensitive, but they whipped me a batch to where it lasted longer, like had a longer shelf life. And they stopped me in TSA, made me empty everything like it was a whole fuss. But we stayed alive. I had an on-call nurse for like a month, came to the crib every morning to make sure I was alive and give me my uh, shots and stuff. Like It was trash. Yo, do you remember, Rose? Like I had heart surgery two years ago. Really? Yeah, I got a big ass scar all down my shit. Um, But what stands out to this day is when they rolled me into the operating room mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there, you know, I'm, I'm on the, the, the gurney and I, I, I just look up to the light and I, it's like 30 people in this room. And at mm-hmm. that moment, like it, I knew it was serious cause I've been in healthcare for, for years. Yeah. But even for me, like it was that moment where I was like, and I told the nurse that was the last thing I said before they put me under was I was like, oh, my God, this shit is real. Yeah, it was it was real, real scary, bro. Like it it wasn't really scary. Like I wasn't worried about, you know, succumbing to anything or nothing like that until I got in there. And like, you know, they took the sheet off. They took the heat blanket away. You oh. know, they they standing over you with their surgical shit on and then they give you the mask and ask you oh my you are. god like, nigga no, like, that's the shit that's the scary shit right there yeah, like, and you start all you see in the silhouettes yes and that light get brighter and brighter oh and like, nigga nigga yeah. passed in the thin air and just woke up in the wheelchair like oh i made it cool like shit yo at least you woke up in the wheelchair nigga i i still had when they intubate you you know they stick this tube down your throat to make you to to, to help you breathe Cause they had to crack my shit open. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was woke when they took this tube out. And that shit, I, it, it, it's like you're drowning. Damn, awake for that? Ooh. Yes. That's crazy. Yes, that shit was... Like, it ain't too many people I've been able to have this conversation with. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Man. Like mo most people don't experience some shit that that could like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So hey, we people people ask me about it. Well, you know, just to be transparent real quick, like my baby mom, she doesn't really understand the scope of it, and you know, not not like woe is me or anything, but I, I have this a certain like nonchalant characteristic to me now, and and it's not not the best, you know, that I'm proud of it or anything. But it's just like, I don't know where it stems from because I still care and take things seriously. But, you know, certain things, they don't penetrate because it's like, you know, and I don't know where it comes from. But I think it came from, like, going through that and making it out of that. Like, that was a lot, bro. Like, you don't really know if it's over, if you're going to be all right. Like, migraines be crazy now. Like, I still have facial nerve damage. Like, I can't really feel everything. Sleeping on this side hurts if I stay on it all night. Like, just trash, bro. Like, Yo, and see... You a young cat, and that's probably why you got the nonchalant. Cause for me, like I was a nonchalant type of cat beforehand. Yeah. Now I understand the finality of my situation. I'm 50 years old. I can go at any moment. Mm -hmm. And I want to get this shit popping. I need to do this, that, and the third. My I'm not as impatient as I used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> so it it is just like in every moment, like I feel like, you know. I understand that this could be my last post or this could be the last time I speak to my daughter or this could be, you know, so I try to make every moment. If that's going to be the last moment with X, Y, and Z, that's going to be a dope ass fucking moment. I appreciate that sentiment, man. That was, that, that was, that was nice right there because, you know, putting it in a perspective like that, it, it, it makes you, you know, take things less for granted, if you will. Like, you know, if you're mm -hmm. going to do something, make it count because you don't know yes. if you're going to get to do it again. I, I like that. That's 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 factual. You got a kid, right? Yeah, I have uh, London's three and Nipsey's uh, four months now, I think. And I only oh, say dope. I think because he was born on the uh, 18th and it'd be hard for me to keep track because it's a new month. So. Yeah, man. The, the whole month shit, man. First off, stop doing that shit after after they turn one. Yeah. I don't understand this. These 17 and a half months. And I don't even can't do that, man. Niggas was inside moms for nine months. The niggas Why you don't come out? One. Like, not, like, you don't get credit for that? The niggas damn near one, bro. Like, <laughs> bro. Just don't want to hear me, so. So, you said London is three? Yep. When you first held London, what were your first thoughts? Damn, for real? <laughs> like, yo, this is, like, I really got a son. Like, yo, like, it was crazy. I don't think I cried when I first held him, but when they told me I was having a boy and it was, like, in stone in a little sonogram room or whatever you call it, I cried and I had to leave. Like, I was like, oh, shit, like, joyous, though, but it was like, wow, like. Yo, I, I've got three daughters and they're grown now. I got grandkids and shit. Yeah. Holding your grandkid, bruh, is a... When I held my oldest daughter, actually when I held my, all my daughters, it's the same same thought, you know? The, oh, fuck. Like, I, this is a hell of a responsibility. What am I going to do about who they're going to marry? Like, you know, I'm thinking 30 years in advance. Exactly. When you hold your grandkid, though, man, you don't think about none of that shit. Really? Yeah. It's not your responsibility. <laughs> You, I mean, like, I'm, I'm being honest. You think about 
what you've created. Yeah. You think about your place in 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 world history. Mm-hmm. Like I have been on this planet and and my existence will be here who knows how many generations now. Yeah. That's a deep one there. Yeah, oh my god, man. I'm telling you, man. That's a deep one. It's a whole fucking epiphany. And then to see these little kids have characteristics like you. Oh man, I could. I don't think I'm ready for that yet, man. That's. You got long ass time, bro. Three years and 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 four months. Yeah, you got long ass fucking time. (laughs) And and the greatness that you're gonna leave them pales in comparison to any shit that I've done thus far. Oh, not at all, man. You're a thinker, man. I can tell. That's that's more important than anything materialistic can buy. Yeah, tell that to your grandkids when you roll up in Target. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my son be throwing a fit in Target, boy. Yo. (laughs) So tired of Target, boy. And Walmart, because the shit cheaper in Walmart, so he think he getting more. Oh, my God. Oh, you play video games, too, right? Oh, man. You play Call of Duty, too, right? I already beat the new one two days ago. Okay, let's see my broke ass if not got the new one yet. But I just can't. That's the only game I play. Call of Duty? And I will play this shit for hours. It's fire, bro. Oh, my God. But I don't I don't play the story. I'll only play online because I don't like. like really? I like being in shooting other people. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. It's just something about that, man. See, and that's crazy. I'm, I'm the opposite. I've really owned. Well, I play Call of Duty Mobile on my iPad because mm-hmm. my homies play it, and it's just quicker because no, not everyone has PS Five or whatever. So, mm-hmm. but on the on the game console, I primarily play story mode because I have a fat ass seventy inch. So trying to play multiplayer and look over, I'm getting killed. So it'd be like, <laughs> but on the iPad, I go crazy because it's so small and concise. You can aim. You know what I'm saying? So oh, shit. how the fuck is your eyesight that good? And they bust open your uh your eye. Oh, so I, I almost lost my left eye. Like, it was real, like, infected and stuff. But um, my uncle Mike, he was putting, like, holy witch basil. I'm, yeah, yeah, holy basil. I forgot what the hell it was called. But it was something. He was putting colloidal silver in there. And then I was wiping it with um, witch hazel and some other stuff. But, yeah, we saved my eye for sure. It, it was bad, though. Like, I got pictures. I look like a damn Halloween costume. Yo, that's crazy. So what but happened th- was... My tooth cracked and it died and I didn't know because it's one of my back molars. And then I was a CNA and I got a sinus infection at work one day and I didn't know what happened, but it was horrible. They had to drive me to the crib and like set me up some some shit that I inhaled to like make the inflammation go away. But mm-hmm. then um, when I moved back to Milwaukee from Minnesota, I was working at Briggs and Stratton making lawnmowers and they had brought, because I was a temp, they had brought us in this room one day and were like, yo, certain instances of the warehouse, the proximity is, you know what I'm saying, infested with... Um, What's what's the word? Uh, not E. coli. Uh, asbestos. There you go. Yeah. So the shit was in the rafters and shit, and then the shit would fall. So to get to the break room, there was this segment that was chained off, and you could bypass like 30 minutes of the walk it took to get to the break room for the part where I worked at. So we cut through there because the gate would be left open from the prior shift sometimes. So one day, true story, I have my safety glasses off like you're not supposed to do because I was trying to get to the food. So I walked through. And some shit fell off the ceiling miraculously into my eye. And then I had to go get it washed out with the little science station and the nursing station. And they kept giving me so much Tylenol 
And it came to a point where the nurse at the uh, job was like, yo, I could lose my license and get fired because we're not even supposed to be giving you this. Like, I'm giving you my 500 strength Tylenol because you say your head hurts. Like, if it's this bad, maybe you should go seek, like, counsel. Exactly. So then when I went, they kept telling me nothing was wrong. But then I woke up one day and, like, literally couldn't fucking see, couldn't really, like, I was in pain to get up and shit. And then um, got fired, sat at the crib for like two weeks just in pain. And then one day my uncle came in and made my mom come take me to the hospital. It took the x-ray. Well, it took me like four hospitals because I didn't have insurance. But then Freighter in Milwaukee ended up taking me. And then they did the x-ray. And it was like a big-ass golf ball-sized abscess in my shit. And then they were like, yeah, your son's less than like 18 hours away from succumbing to his infection. Like, it's in his brain at this point. We need to operate now. And my, oh, my, my bill was like a million dollars, but my brother's stepmom works for the state. So she went ahead and had somebody do something and backdate my um my uh, insurance. And yeah, they fixed all that shit. And here we are. What the fuck? Yeah. Yo, that's that 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 is. Try that's why you're going to be great right there, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we we over. You got to have you got to have a fucked up story. No, for sure. For sure. It's either that or get shot. And nobody yeah, wants to get fucking shot. Entertaining, you know? Yes. You know, you got to have some shit that's going to be, people are going to be like, oh my God, and you're, nigga, doesn't get worse than that right there. Like, that's a fucking. <laughs> Yo, I know your mom's was, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Yeah, they wasn't happy. They was pissed when I told them y'all not cutting my hair to save my life. Pops called me so pissed. I was like, damn, Pops damn near finna beat my ass. Like, man. I can understand that, bro. Like, who you 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 realize hair grows back, right? But that scat that that scar on the scalp, that's not the same handsome Marquise, folks. Like, that was gonna be man. <laughs> that was gonna be uh, You'd rather die than get your hair cut? You see, I'm conceited, bro. I can't be out here ugly and stuff, bro. Oh my god, bro! Wait, wait a few years, man. Life makes you ugly regardless. Trust it me. It does, but I can't. My hairline is no longer at the front of this hat. Oh, I'm ready for that too, but hopefully you're not. Put that off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not ready for that, bro. Nah. Like, yeah, man. I'm getting older is some humbling shit, but it, but now I'm at the point where. I know niggas that just died. Yeah, literally. That's what I say all the time. Like, people be like, you're getting old, bro. And I'm like, I'm really, one, I'm very, very young. Like, I'm not fresh out of high school, obviously, but I'm very young and pretentious. And two, like, a lot of my niggas died years ago, bro, and like, aren't here no more. So, like, every day I wake up, I'm blessed and I'm I'm born again, damn near. Like, shit. You know what's bro, interesting, bro. though? It, is that Milwaukee, like, I've never been there, but from my understanding, Milwaukee is a rough-ass fucking city. And it's gotten just out of hand from, like, the Kia, respectfully, too, from, like, the Kia boys and their antics and, like, just the senseless violence, bro, and the, the, the want to, like, be perceived as tough sometimes, I guess. Like, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't want nobody to be mad but at me, but... Your music don't reflect that. Nah, 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 nah. I keep a, I keep a cool head, and I'm, I'm very, I'm very logical. I like to think. Not that anyone else isn't per se, but I just don't see the sense in a lot of this shit. Like I have real goals, and like I really want to do things with my life. So I wouldn't, I couldn't see myself senselessly giving myself impediments and roadblocks to work past. Like you know what I'm saying? Like 
having a good credit score is already a fucking mountain. So like trying to fight and become somebody and have businesses in the future and have felonies and like, nah, it's not, not it. Man, unfortunately, a lot of our, uh, a lot of the brothers, especially in, 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 in your generation. And, and you know what? I, let me, let me, let me take that back. Cause my generation fucked up this generation. A lot of that too. <laughs> you know, and most of the people in my generation don't want to take that accountability for what we didn't did. They just want to act like these young niggas just dropped out the sky mad. Yeah. You know, and oftentimes we made their ass mad. No, for sure. By our inactivity. It sounds like, you know, your parents were involved. They gave a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that. You're lucky, bro. Definitely. You know, like, like, what do you want your sons to to think about you when you're my age? As a press time, I'd like them to take away that I was a dreamer and I actually had aspirations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually tried at least to do what I put my mind to. Like, you gotta, you gotta have certain principles. So I just want them to know, like, I, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I ain't just say I did shit. Like, you can see me trying in real time to do what I say I want to do with my life. So, like, I just want them to know that. Like, if, if anything else, like, you know, mom might say this about they pops or whatever. Like, I just want them to know, like, nah, pops was dope. Like, he was creative as fuck. He, he fought for what he wanted to believe in for us. So. I feel you on that. All right. So, music wise. Give me your five perfect albums. Mm. Five perfect albums. I'm very subjective and opinionated with music, bro. If I can start there, like. Um, okay, cool. No, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go the weekend Thursday. Okay. Let's go. Um, let's go. Rick Ross. Um, God forgives I don't. Let's go. Lauren Hill. Myth Education of Lauren Hill. Let's go. Let's go. Perfect album, like no skips type vibe. Absolutely. Maybe Carter two. Lil Wayne. Not three. Hold on, we had a Millie, Dr. Carter, but the deep build. Um Three P. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Carter three. Let's switch. Let's switch Carter two for Carter three, because I wham that religiously. That that's a good catch. And then the fifth one. Ooh. Ooh. Let's go. I'm gonna have to go party next door. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna say Party Next Door too. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. You listen to Outkast? 
Yeah, but not a whole project going through. Oh, oh my God. And the, and the hip-hop heads not going to like that when they hear that one, but just not through and through, man. Not even Southern Playalistic? Uh, I have to go back and revisit. Like, I was oh. very, I was very, like, one one track minded as a kid like it was either wayne ross or you know what i'm saying like it wasn't really they were on my mixes like but a whole project there's one thing i will say that 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 i think you and, and ross got in common i don't know that there is another artist that picks beats for them as perfectly as he does Yes, Ross. And you nice. got that quality. Like you Thanks, pick please. shit that I probably like. If I just heard the beat, I'd be like, "Okay, that's cool." And you turn that, "Okay, that's cool," into that's fucking dope. Thank you, thank you. That means a lot. I try to pick good beats. I think, and like, part of why I'm so opinionated in music, I just had this epiphany when you said that. So thank you, actually, because. Me and my manager were just talking like, bro, a lot of rappers don't realize that you suffer half the battle is having a good beat. And then on that same spectrum on the opposite end, a lot of these niggas get away with sonic murder because the beat is fired. So niggas just want to hear the beat. So, you know what I'm saying? For me, I feel like because I'm a producer, if I don't like the beat of a nigga song, I'm not even going to let the song ride because I don't want to hear the beat because I'm that opinionated because I produce. So if I don't like the beat, I really don't even want to hear your song, to be honest. So beat selection is very sequential. Like That was definitely a problem for Nas. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Like, he picked some ass beats. He, it was feast or famine with him. Either he picked beats that fit him perfectly. Yeah. Or it was tragically horrible. But I do got somebody else, uh, pen wise. Uh, look up Razcast. Razcast, you write that down. Yes. As a matter of fact, start with Nature of a Threat. I think that's the name of the song. How do you spell his name? R A S K A S S. May suffer a little bit from the same affliction that Nas had. <laughs> just being honest. However, like pen wise, dude is fucking absolutely the best in the West Coast when it comes to just writing down raps. Yeah. Not even close for me. But as far as no. just, man, the artistry of actually writing shit. Mm. That guy is fucking ridiculous. Like I would, oh, like, like for Pan, definitely him. Um, and I think we get confused sometimes with Pan and delivery. Yeah, for sure. Like some people's delivery is just like Twister's delivery, phenomenal. Rick Ross' delivery, phenomenal. Voice is crazy. Yeah, voice. Like Rick Ross knows his bag, and he doesn't veer from it. For sure. You know, and he's able to use that bag in different spectrum song spectrums. Facts. Not everybody can do that. And it works um, very well for Ross. Like Yeah. Jay Z, I was not a Jay Z fan until he, he retired. I wasn't a Jay Z fan fan 
for real, for real, until Magna Carta Holy Grail, honestly. Like, I liked American Gangster, mm-hmm. and I think Blueprint 2 was fire for me, but, like, overall, he didn't really... I just didn't really want to hear that shit until Magna Carta, for some reason. What was the one where he, when he retired? Mm. Well, let me give him some air quotes. I can't remember, but he made the whole like concert uh, shit and everything. Like when that did, three? it might have been. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. So whoever listening to this tomorrow in a thousand years, don't get mad at me. I think it was Blueprint Three. I feel like. But after that, he started rapping like an adult. That's what I mean. He start. He sounded like Ross now. Like with the cadence and the beat selection was crazy. I don't know if it was the, like the beat selection. He had always picked kind of like soulful, mature beats, but he didn't match that with with the 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 topics. I know once that man chose the the need to say wasn't for the cane wouldn't be able. I was like, yo, my nigga said I I, I was in Paris. I seen the Eiffel. I seen the Eiffel. I was like, yeah, this nigga's oh. talking now. Nigga's he started talking. saying fuck what people think. At least this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. And he stopped, you know, like he had he he had gotten to a level of success where flopping really he didn't care. Yeah. And when he stopped caring, the artistry got so much better. Facts. Is that a struggle nowadays where you 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 know between caring and pleasing? Um, no, I'll say no because and just a disclaimer, not to be arrogant, but I make music that I want to hear. It like if that makes any sense like that's why i like go over it so much because like mm. in my mind i'm my biggest critic so what's your biggest criticism of you um my songs could be longer i guess like you know drake and weekend and then the niggas records be like four or five minutes like I like my shit to be like two minutes and some seconds because I feel the replay value is way crazier. So I might do. But you, you in that that this is for for this generation. Mm-hmm. That's a song limb. Yeah. Like when I was two, niggas was making ten minute songs. That's ridiculous. Like you, you go listen to some old albums of some Parliament Funkadelic or or some. Now for some R and B vibes or like that vibe. I'll listen to that. I don't want to hear a nigga rap for 10 minutes for sure. Like, no, I don't want to hear you rap for 10 minutes either, nah. to be quite honest. Like, all the members <laughs> of Wu-Tang on one record, like, that's too fucking long for me. Like, uh, they've done it a couple of times, and, you know, they were able to condense it. It's not like everybody doing 16s, though. Yeah, okay, cool. That makes sense, then. You know, like, you give me, everybody give me eight bars, maybe somebody gives me four, you know, whatever the case, or somebody does the hook, at least everybody is on there. But yeah, yeah I don't want to hear everybody. That's fair, though. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to hear. Like, have you ever considered doing a group? Um, me and my cousins were a group for, like, several years. We got mixtapes out, all that. And I didn't even ask you, where the, where the hell did the name come from? So, I lived in Minnesota, and um, me and my guy, Steve Flo, and a couple other uh, others, we, like, we would always just be up, you know what I'm saying? Like, kicking it, smoking. We would, like, longboard and go do graffiti and shit like that. So, like, mm-hmm. we were always up at, like, 3, 4, 5 a.m. and stuff, and then I worked, like, third shift at a point in time, so I was always up. So, 
Um, I had put out a mixtape on SoundCloud and it was four songs, so we just called it Party at Four because it made sense. And then I was XBO Peace at the time because I was me and my cousin's group. So then when you I were back to um, XBO Peace. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So XBO was the group and it stood for Extreme Visual Obstinance. And that basically, you know, you just believe in what you see, you project out into the world. So, but, um, so when I moved back to Milwaukee, my manager had hit me one day on some random shit like, yo, I Googled Party at Four and you're the only result. Like, there's no other people that use this entity or moniker at all. So I was like, oh, well, fuck it. It makes sense to just go with calling myself that because I'm the only Google result. So, And then Milwaukee's area code was 414. So we were just like, it kind of resonated and made sense. So we just stuck with that. When I heard it, I'm like, man, that, that, that that's dumb. Yeah, the only thing Then, then I when I heard was, you... I said, wow, that's genius. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. It makes fucking sense. Like, like, don't ask me why I got it. But I just it just fit. I and, think so. Yeah, that that's like the uh that's the best name. When people don't get it, but then they get it mm-hmm. because they don't remember I mean they don't forget it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'll see you, I've even forgot a whole bunch of shit in twenty years. Mm-hmm. God willing, I'm still here. But I'm not going to forget that your name is Party at Four. My man. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's sick. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, Oh, and, and if nobody tells you, bro, like if nobody's told you today, I'm proud of you. Thank you, bro. I mean the world to me, man. Definitely. Well, I'm big on telling, telling you know, telling our, our, our young brothers and sisters that, actually everybody, man, because we all need to hear that shit. Definitely. You know? And I see where you're going, bro, and and I'll say one uh, one thing too. You and your manager have been professional. Like y'all, y'all have given a clinic on professionalism. Oh, your man. manager has been on point. Like blase split, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. If I said I, I need a picture, I need this. Bam! Right then, it wasn't no, you know, it was it was good pictures, mm-hmm. pictures that are usable. You know, um, if it was this, it was that, whatever. Just. I've dealt with a lot of people over the years, bro, and it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> We're going to make sure we keep it right and tight at a time. You know but you know what? That those is the little things that most people don't find significant mm-hmm. that people that the higher you go up the chain, mm-hmm. those are the things that stand out. No, most definitely. Because you got to think about it. Big things, so. Absolutely. You got to think. A CEO hears from a million people a day. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear the same thing over and over and over. For sure. And you're going to see the same errors over and over and over. It's those people. They got the little things tight that they remember. Mm-hmm. That's longevity, you know? too. Absolutely. You know, um. One more, I know you got to go. Uh, you dealt with Jazzy Faye. You did a joint with him. When is that dropping, by the way? Um, that's to be announced, honestly. That's still being decided, man. I don't know if I want to get a feature on it or just keep it just me quite yet. So I'm still plotting on that, honestly. Okay. Um, Dangeloaf would be dope on that. Actually, you may be onto something with that. Yeah, her voice would be fire on that. There's love would be dope to that. And actually, I uh, interview. I don't know if you're familiar with Over Rolling. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope MC out of Detroit. Mm-hmm. That, that got no fire down there. Yeah. Oh, well, that's where I'm from. 
but he knows her. Like he rocks with her. That's his. That's his homie. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would reach out. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'd be a fire feature. Yeah, and you can't go wrong getting a feature from Dej Loaf. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, who's the producer you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Boy Wonder. I'm trying to think. Which one is Boy Wonder? He's made like half of Drake's catalog. He's made. He's arguably made more shit for Drake than Poirier. Yeah, that would be a good starting point. Yeah, he's fire. Yeah. Um, on a on a R and B tip, um, whoever produces for Tory Lanez, I'd want to work with them. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Google that nigga. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think I think night. Not, not 1985 works with Drake. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google that. I don't know who Although, old, old, taking it old school, I think you would be dope with Timberland. Oh, yeah. Timberland, yeah. I, I fuck some Timberland shit up, sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to send me the, the goon shit, too, bro. Oh, yeah, no, Please. I'm going to send you some records for sure. I'm going to make sure Styles do that immediately. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Anything you want to say before we tap out? Um, appreciate your time. Appreciate, you know what I mean, putting me in front of the people. That's always an honor. And I appreciate the jewels I was able to retain today. And this is one of the nicest conversations I've had in a while, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of depth and actual substance to it. So I appreciate that. Well, you know, old, old niggas, man, we don't care, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I'm... I, there's a reason why I've been doing this for so long and don't have a gazillion followers. It's because I refuse to shit on my own people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do gotcha interviews. And I try to make sure that people enjoy themselves mm-hmm. and that I put them, I put our young brothers and sisters into the best positive light possible. And as you can see with shit that's going on with, you know, Ye and Kyrie, the powers that be... Want a certain narrative, mm-hmm. and, and I just, you know, I just like being a part of a, a small cog in the chain of somebody's success. Oh, no, for sure. You yeah, know, so me. I'll be able to say, because um, I've talked to my daughters. I don't know, probably older than you, and I've told them like, like this guy's, you know. So thank in a couple you, of years, when we sitting back on the couch watching TV, I've. I told you that nigga was going to be dope. Oh, yeah. I need another interview, man. I need some more of those, man. I'm going to be back. Uh, hey, bro. Like, like, hey, if I'm if I'm functioning and still breathing, bro, absolutely. Let me know whenever, you know. Um, and shout out to your motherfucking manager, too. Keep oh, that yeah, nigga. Styles. Yeah, big Styles. Yes. yes, shout out to Styles, you know. <laughs> um, And what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave him my number if if... I don't know. You need anything, bro? I'm not sure what possibly I could do for you. But I'm going to hit you about that Dej Loaf uh, reaching out to her for show for show because I want to hear her on there. Oh, that would be dope. And actually, uh, yeah, do that because I was about to say something that probably shouldn't say on air. Um, but yeah, absolutely do that, bro. And, and sure. if I can be, you know, try to help out in that the situation, I'm, I absolutely will. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and hell, play is my guy. The playmaker. Shout out to the playmaker. Oh, definitely shout out playmaker, black air, buddy. They be going crazy over there. You know, 
Uh, and yo, oh, before I go, man, I really, really, really want to hear a song with you and H1. Oh, yeah, man. We, we, we've been supposed to work several times, but it just be the timing of like, you know, being in the same place or actually having time to go to the studio before he gets the record done. So we got some shit coming, though, for sure. That's my guy. Yo. Extremely like, talented. Yes, yes. And I fucks with the whole blackout movement. Like, the, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, Guapo, 54, Pressure. H1, you know, just everybody, you know. Yes, but, man, like, for y'all two sonically, I think that would just be a beautiful ass just mix. Yeah. Definitely. Um, on that note, man, I'm appreciate you coming on the show, man. It, sure, thank you for Like me. I said, you always welcome over this parts, man. Definitely. Um, and I will definitely be enjoying your success and watching from the sideline, and I'm going to root for you. Thank you, man. Make sure uh, you send us your email, too, with the number so I can shoot you those records ASAP. All right, I got you right now. I'm about to do it now. For sure, for sure, man. Be safe. All right, no doubt, man. Peace out to you. Perfect. Yo, that was that was very dope, man. Um, and it, it, just a very well-put-together artist. Like, just... You don't see that too often, you know, it's, you, 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 there's a chink somewhere or, or, or uh, a weakness, so to speak. Not with that cat, man. It's just, it gives a shit. It gives a shit about what he's putting out and the quality, you know, um, just absolute respect for him. Uh, on that note, man, you have tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. My name is Jobs. Um, if you want to get in touch with me. Inbox me on Instagram. Uh, well, my email is on there somewhere too. And you can, the Instagram is intellectually petty radio. Shout out to you. Peace. Y'all have a good one. If you had a shitty day, hopefully we made it a little bit better. And if you had a good day, hopefully we made your shit great. On that note, uh, we out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.